everyone and welcome back to the Hoot Chronicles. I'm Lauren and that's Carla. Hello. Today we'll be sharing our thoughts and perceptions on the materials we read for this episode. And just to be clear, we will not be reading the book on the podcast. Okay, boring and also not legal. We will discuss <laughs> our impressions of the book or article we read and potentially give some quotes in some sections. Okay, so this month our book is called Blind Spots and Carla's going to talk it through for us. Thank you, Carla. Thank you, Lauren. All right, as Lauren just mentioned, the book is called Blind Spots and the rest of the title is Why Students Fail, dot, 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 and the science that can save them. It's probably people don't say dot, 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 but it has three dots, so this is what I do. It is written by Kimberly Nix Behrens, PhD. Now, our bit about the author. This lady um, is very kind, and she has a blurb about herself at the back of the book, which makes my life so much easier. <laughs> so just quickly, she's a scientist, educator, and the founder of Fit Learning. And she's been using behavioral science in her practice since 1998, and has more than 30 centers worldwide, and one of them is actually in London. So this book focuses on the educational system. And how is it not how it's not serving students appropriately, even though the data and the information um, is more relevant to the North American school system, we can see a lot of similarities to the worldwide educational system. So who's it for? Literally anyone. If you're a parent, a professional, a student, or just curious, you know, this book's for you. Like, if you're anything to do, want to have anything to do with the educational system, honestly, have a read. We've all been students. We've all felt like we're doing something wrong because we're not understanding something in school. And this book addresses that. It goes into the heart, the core of what's happening in schools. And now, just, just a brief summary of contents for you guys. So... Dr. Kimberly divides her book into eight chapters. The first four chapters discuss the current situation. So she presents data, studies, etc. And the fifth chapter, or on the, do you say in the fifth or on the fifth chapter? Sorry, in the, I think you say in the fifth chapter. Okay, so I'm right. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah. In the fifth chapter, in the fifth chapter, see, she discusses nine myths in education the so-called reasons why children, both special needs or neurotypical, are not progressing. One of the myths is called, but they are the experts, and I found this topic particularly interesting because myself, Lauren, and other behavior analysts have surely come across situations where, you know, our knowledge is not perceived as specialists, and if you're a Senko or a teacher or a psychologist, etc., you are considered a specialist, and behavior analysts are actually quite, um, let's say, discriminated against in this environment. Um, but we also, you know, as behavior analysts, we have to be careful not to do the same with other professional, truth be told. So for the final three chapters, she presents a solution and the evidence supporting a proposal and what can be done for the future. And as you can see, the structure is quite simple and straightforward. She's very clear in the way she writes and displays the situation. And you should know by now, if you've been listening to the podcast, that I deeply appreciate information being conveyed in an organized manner. 
I'm very into the organization of it all. <laughs> um, Only a test, actually on my Carla, Come on. <laughs> I thought it was. I was gonna say when when on my thirtieth birthday and I had all you guys like Lauren was there obviously and my friends and it was what years it was before the pandemic wasn't it and um yeah and I had everyone saying what was what was it something about what's my the thing that I oh the was it? we had to do the quiz and it was like we had to answer questions about you I don't what know, no I no you... what is my no I asked what was my particular talent or something and lots of people wrote being organized yeah. and I was gonna say actually I I was gonna say putting my food in my mouth but I'll take organization <laughs> <laughs> anyway just side note so and now did I enjoy the book. Yes, I did. I actually did. I understood the author's point of view, and I believe she's right in many, many things. I also liked all the data she provided, because she used data given by the actual American associations that look into education and tests and scores, etc., and the ones that consider themselves the experts. Uh, and I should mention that sometimes I did find parts of the book a bit repetitive, um, and that, you know can make it a little bit harder to read. But I do get that the author wants people to properly absorb her message. But, you know, if you're going to read it, just be aware sometimes some parts when she repeats it, it can become a little bit tiresome. But, you know, nevertheless, it's a good book and it's full of, you know, amazing passages and knowledge that I loved. And I do wish I could quote all the passages that I really liked. But, you know, I'll just, I've chosen to quote six that struck a note with me. And honestly, I had pages and pages of references. Go to this page, go to this page. But I chose six. Okay, so so we're not here for an hour. So on page, for example, page 101, it, here's a quote. Grades are a measure of performance, not a measure of the actual learning process. Amen. Which, Lauren... I know, isn't it? I thought Lauren and I both know this is too true. Too true. It's it's based on how you performed on a quiz or answering a question. It doesn't mean that you've learned anything. It might mean you just memorized stuff and then when you were asked about it, you replied. So that was really important. Um, page 108. Uh, there are two passages I quite like. The, f like. the first one says, Grades are viewed as an evaluation of the student non-evaluation of the instruction again very true we mm -hmm. are grading the students but we are not looking at are the teachers teaching effectively that's important and the second quote was on that page was educational practices should be based on how learning actually occurs not on how the establishment believes learning occurs yeah. again true because isn't it because you have people who are not teaching anymore or maybe never taught in a classroom and don't understand behavior, who are making all mm. these decisions and telling and saying to teachers, you know, you have to do this, this and that. And, and not, I mean, when you look at targets, like teaching targets, it's not measurable. It's very vague and abstract sometimes. Mm. But also, it? Carla, education hasn't changed. I mean, if you talk to kids these days, yeah. they're learning the same yeah. content yeah. that we learned. And I'm like, but everything changes. Everything. Even, like, laws change. And school doesn't. Education stays the same content. It's like, it's so yeah. interesting that it seems yeah. it's like, it's, you know, it's sort of held in a time capsule. 
And that's quite worrying. Yeah. It is. And another thing that I've... But there's something that changed now. So they're trying to get kids to find education fun. So they have all these YouTube videos. And when I've been to schools in the UK, they use a lot of YouTube videos to, in a fun way, to explain stuff to kids. And I'm just like, well, one, do you have any evidence that it actually held, holds their interest? Two, so basically they're going there and watching videos and then having to do the work. Who's to say they've they've yeah. learned anything from the video? Three. It sounds like yeah. Sorry, to, go for it. No, no, I was gonna say if it's to watch videos, why not just stay home then? It's also it sounds like it's what's made it easier for the teacher to deliver. Which I completely get because teachers are overrun with like how much planning. Yeah, I'm I was going to say. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, you know. No, it is. It probably is because they just give, they keep giving more and more targets to teachers. Like all these abstract, mm. not measurable targets. Like shows understanding of ABC. Like how do you, how do you yeah. know they understand? Like how do you prove? What is this? You know, to and understand? they just keep adding. You get told this is what it is. Yeah. It's nothing to understand, really. Yeah. <laughs> it's like. And it's, and it's. Even for year one targets, and there's so many, and I'm yeah. like, do you want to tone it down a bit? Like, and then p- kids never fail; they're never failed. They always have to move up year after year because apparently, according to their age, they just learn. Yeah, but it's not. It's the same. And, yeah. Uh, Shame. And there's also anyway, this like really <laughs> competitive thing, like at the end of the year when the, I don't know, whatever year is it year, I don't know year. You're 12? What are they? I don't know. In South Africa, it's grade 12. You're in school for 12 years or whatever. So your final yeah. year at school, it, the newspapers publish, like, which is the best academic school in the country. And it's like, yeah, it's this yeah, whole, yeah, yeah. like, contest. I won't use the, yeah. the vague, you know, the horrible word, but, like, this whole contest of, like, who's the best? And I was like, who cares? I don't care. Like, I meet these kids that go to these, like, really expensive schools and... You know, I'm sure that they do very well academically, but these kids are very lacking in terms of skill set for life. They're like, they're very sweet. They're not bad people, but they don't have any actual skills. They've learned a textbook of the heart. Well done. High five. Move on. It's really, really fascinating. In Portugal, I don't know if they do this anymore, but back then they would print out everyone's grades and just put it on the window when it was the end of term. So you had to go and check your grades. Yeah, Which they publish like, it in the newspaper wanna... here in South Africa. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, and with my full name and sometimes my ID yeah. number, my my, yeah, and now, I'm like, you do understand whole... that, you know. Yeah. I don't know if in Portugal. Anyway, let's carry on. In Portugal, yeah. everything. I don't know. I would have to go to a school and see. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's All been right, quite so... a while for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and next quote, uh, page one eleven. Moreover, reinforcement of behavior is happening whether we know it or not. So people sometimes mm-hmm. think, you know, oh, oh. Sorry, the birds. Is that I'm a monkey? Sorry. It's, oh, it's the birds. These... Oh, see, I can't tell a bird from a monkey. <laughs> yeah, but these birds are just vermin. Anyone who's living from, listening from South Africa will know the hardy dar sound. <laughs> so they'll know exactly where I'm positioned. <laughs> it's the hardy dar bird. Just... Oh. I actually just spat my water when you said they're vermin. <laughs> yeah, they are. They're rats with wings, man. Brats. Anyway. Oh, my God. Anyway. So, so <laughs> it is true. Like, just be, just because you don't know if a Sometimes people are like, oh, I don't know why he's misbehaving. I'm not reinforcing that. Like, you might be without realizing. Yeah. 
you know, like reinforcement occurs even if you know it or not. You don't know mm-hmm. if it's occurring. If you don't, if you don't take data on mm-hmm. the antecedent, the consequence, you might be reinforcing without knowing. Absolutely. You know? um, reinforcement doesn't necessarily mean positive. It doesn't mean it's a good thing. Always, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Page one twelve. I would suggest that educating our children should not be about what is easy, but rather about what is effective. It's like, mm. yes, com- completely agree. This lady is so right. She knows mm-hmm. it. Um, I'm going to bother this Because, book. yeah, like like you said, like you said, Laura, and like, oh, sometimes it's about what is easy. And mm-hmm. yeah, you are completely right. Yeah, they, they it's what was easy for the adult. Yeah. Because they, you know... I'm just like, oh, it's the whole thing. Every time some like my sister in law, she's in Portugal, and when she tells me stuff about schools, I'm like, I'm like, please let's not even get started because I will be so triggered. I will just yeah. go on a rampage for so for hours. So please let's not. Um. All right, page one twenty nine. Learning results from the brain responding and adapting as the entire person behaves in their environment. So. Because people think learning comes from, you know, as you get older, you get more mature, and you it's like you they think you acquire knowledge due to age, and it's mm. not. It's about your environment, what you see happening. Learning is not just in school. It's what you see your peers do, your adults in your life do, people on the street doing, and it's a whole the whole world is a, a modeling, reinforcing, and punishing environment, and Absolutely. and it shapes you. So, yeah, it's not just from, oh, yeah, the brain's growing. Like, they're learning because the brain is growing up. And, like, it's like, no, no, It's no, developing. No. It's like, no, 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 no. It's, it's not a passive process or, like, a process that happens to you through age. Because if that were true, you know, uh, everyone would know how to make their bed. Let's yeah, exactly. Like, you know what I mean? Like, everyone would know they need to de- clean the dishes before it gets moldy. So, how can you say, like, oh, anyway... Again, we again. <laughs> we have <laughs> let's okay. Last quote, and I just realized I I'm go- I'm doing seven, not six quotes. Sorry about that. It's okay. Um, you did say lastly, <laughs> so you know they could be adding one. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. True. Uh, the you know what's it called? The lightning round. Yeah. <laughs> so this one is from page ninety-seven, and it says. History, math, or science courses for teachers in training are not taught by the scholars and experts in these fields, but rather by professional educators who present their own pedagogical versions of these disciplines. And it's Mm -hmm. like, yeah, yes. And I'm sure there's enough experts that someone could be teaching about those topics, like people who practice. And you know those, the saying, those who don't, those who don't practice teach or something, something mm. like that. Those who don't do teach. That's it. Thank you very much. Uh, I'm not sure if that's the best approach. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't practice even a little bit, how can you teach? Exactly. You know, it's just... And, well, anyway, these were the, co- the quotes and the full of... Um, the book is full of brilliant and insightful passages. So I can actually honestly say that I enjoyed it. I quite liked it. Uh, and now, where to get the book? So, let's do the physical book first. On eBay, £15.45p. On Amazon, £16.29p. Book Depository, same price as Amazon, 
Blackwell, eleven ninety nine. A books, uh, eleven forty six. When I bought it, it was fourteen twenty five. So I should have waited a bit longer, but I wanted to get the book. World of Books does not have it. Waterstone, seventeen ninety nine. No, talk about commission. Down. Water Waterstones. Talk about commission. Mm. Blimey. So so far, Blackwell's winning. No, actually, no. A books is winning. Um, for the online book, Google Books. So if you go on Google Books and write the title, um, like with her first name, Kimberly, it will come up. So you'll have you have the book online, and from what I can tell, you can actually read it. So mm -hmm. have a look. Yeah, it's a bit Audible. hard to navigate Audible. that Google Books. I have to be honest. I'm not sure yeah. what I'm getting myself into half the time. <laughs> Audible <laughs> couldn't find. Uh, online book, Ape, uh, Ape, blah, blah, Apple Books, seven ninety nine, and I should have gone Apple. Um, mm -hmm. So so Apple so far is quite good. So I couldn't find an audio version, and I swear to everyone, this is the future. Listen to me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, I love a. I love a book, I do, but we need more in audio format. I'll read it. Like, okay, my voice might not be the best for this, but someone with a nicer voice, an accent, please do it. I mean, I could do the Portuguese version. My speech is more fluent in Portuguese. You know, like this book in Portuguese would be called Anglos Mortos, which means mm. blind spots. I mean, I'll do it. Come on. Um <laughs> Uh, also, if you, the Behavioral Observations podcast with Matt Sikoria, I think that's how you say his name, has an episode with Dr. Kimberly discussing her book. You can also go on these websites for more information on her and her school. So, uh, fitlearners.com or www.drkimberlybarons.com or you also have fitlearners.ldn.com dot com which is the London school she has for fit learning. Um and you know we are now working on turning our podcast episodes into blog posts. So we will put any relevant links on the website and on the blur with the episodes, you know, just go to www.abls.com. And that was me for my book. Cool. Thank you, Carla. I really like that one. So thank you guys yeah. for listening and we hope you enjoyed this episode of The Hoot Chronicles. Our next episode will be on Monday, the 18th of April. So look out for it, guys. And please rate, like, and subscribe. If you subscribe, they download for you. How wonderful. So you don't have to even worry that you've missed one. Okay. So, um, because, you know, it helps me because I also look up stuff. Then I know when the next episodes are coming because it automatically downloads for me. It's exciting when I go into podcasts and there's new stuff. Um, so you can contact us on Instagram. That's at ABA underscore owls. You can look for us. We are chirping with ABA owls on iTunes, Podbean. You can just put it into Google. You'll find us. If you want to contact us on Facebook, we are ABA Owls. And you can email us on aba.owls.uk at gmail.com if you have any questions or queries. But thank you for listening. We really do appreciate it. And we will see you or you will hear from us soon. Thanks. Bye. Thank you. Bye.